Welcome to the Slipstream F1 podcast. Join us every Thursday for the preview show and every Sunday after the race. In this episode, we look into McLaren's upgrades and how they've helped to propel the team forward after the Singapore Grand Prix. We break down the news of teams potentially breaching the cost cap last year and test our Japanese general knowledge. Welcome back, Rob. It's good to be back in the uh, studio at your house this time, yes. my man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know what else is good, Rob? We've got electricity, man. We haven't got a serious time issue on our side, and we can just divulge and look into the weekend together, my man. So just before we get started, I have a couple of checks that we need to uh, get through. Are both of our phones off? Yes. Okay. Mine's always off. Good. Okay. Well, my, mine's off. Okay. Great. It's a check. Uh, two, uh, do we have any unexpected sound bites that might jump out of nowhere for no reason while people are listening? This is a professional show, and I don't think so. Great, because that didn't happen in the last episode, so don't listen in for that. And lastly, are we both wearing pants? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are wearing pants. Yeah, no, we're good. Um, great. So, guys, it's the Japan Grand Prix coming up. It's one of my favorite ch- uh, races of all time. I remember from 1998. It was one of the tracks that I was playing on the game back uh, in the 90s. And I always yeah. thought, oh, my God, this track is so cool, dude. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's fantastic. It's iconic. And it's back. Last time we were there was 2019, my dude. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Rob, Buddy, I gotta test you a little bit before okay. we go into this because I mean, it's been so long. How do I know that you know anything about yeah, Japan? Yeah, true, true. I, I mean, I just I have no nothing to run run off of. The only thing I know about it is how much I love getting the sushi from food lovers. That's as much as I know about Japan. From food lovers, the yeah. Japanese food lovers. <laughs> no, just, just really cool. <laughs> okay, um, well, we on the day, guys. We are going to be doing a bit of Japanese cuisine well we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be eating some cool japanese treats similar to mm. the uh, uh zanford grand prix uh so if you have any weird and wacky suggestions that you think we could uh get our hands on i've also i've heard things like fermented beans apparently they are oh, okay horrendous uh, edamame is pretty good right edamame is good yeah we, we got most of the stuff at home to be very white honest rabbits japanese I think they're Chinese. I think you find White Rapids. Oh, the sweets. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the, sorry, I thought it's just like, hey, man, that's a very generic thing. I thought we, I thought we were together, man. Black reindeer. We together, bro. Yeah. Um, so I think testing your knowledge might be a good idea here. Okay. okay. I, I got in here and Rob was already asking me questions. I was like, uh uh-uh, buddy, I do the questions here, my friend. Who do you think you are, Rob? So, Rob, eight questions, dude. All right. Number one. Okay. Rob, who was the last driver to win in the 2019 Suzuka race? Oh, that was um, Max Bottas. Bottas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Good on you, mate. And uh, Rob's controlling the soundboard, so he's controlling his own dings here, which no, is going to really suck if you're going to have to make sure it's, <laughs> if you get something wrong. Okay. Rob, Suzuka shares most of the letters in its name with what car manufacturer? Suzuki? Correct. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode, buddy. <laughs> uh, number three. Other than Honda, name one more F1 constructor from Japan in the last 20 years. Um, 
Ooh. Mitsubishi? Mitsubishi. Wrong. <laughs> uh, Toyota. Oh. But I mean, it, it makes I sense that you would not know that. Toyota. You probably forgot it because Ralph Schumacher raced for uh, um, Toyota, and you have no idea who that man is. He doesn't exist in your world. He, he goes into my one year and up. Uh, yeah, he's still he's ne he's not no, been right. born according I, I, to you. I saw him. I, I saw him on a poll today. He was the one of the least. What, what's what's the ratio? So it's like drivers that have most amount of poles to less like. Oh, wins, so most amount of okay, so the ratio of poles to win. Yes. So he's up there with like Leclerc. I'm assuming that's yeah, why Leclerc's they did it with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, man, Brutal. that's sad because he's he's a good driver, but also I mean converting things. But let me not get sidetracked there. I could talk about uh, Rolf Schumacher all day. Um, Number four, what Formula Series races exclusively in Japan and has had drivers such as Pierre Gasly and currently Nobuharu Matsushita? Please repeat that question. All right. What Formula Series, like Formula 3, Formula 2, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a series under a formula. Yeah. The formula. Uh, what Formula Series races exclusively in Japan and has had drivers on its grid such as Pierre Gasly and uh, Nobuharu Matsushita? You just wanted me to say Nobuharu Matsushita again. That sounds epic. Yeah, you, you nailed it. Um, yeah, I yeah, I know. This is quite a niche one, man. I'm going to say Formula Japan. No, let's just... I'm going to say a real answer. That was no fair. Okay. Um, IndyCar. <laughs> That's also joke on, so I just don't know. Wow. I just don't know. So it's called Super Formula, but that's okay. Uh, IndyCar. Did yeah. you really say IndyCar? It was a joke. It was a joke because Pre I have nothing Press that else button to again. Say. Press that button again. Wrong. Gee whiz. I know what IndyCar is. Okay. So Formula, Formula, uh, Super Formula. Really, really good racing. If anybody hasn't watched it, they've got it live, free on YouTube. Stock car series. They've got great races in there. Nobuharu Matsushita was race. He was a. Uh, um, Formula 2 driver, Callum Eilard, I believe, was on the grid. Really, really good. They they go to Fuji Speedway. They go to Suzuka. They just raced at some track I've never seen before. Very, very professional. Very good. I, I highly, highly recommend it. I think it's, it's, it's probably the second fastest just under Formula 1. Okay. They're fast, buddy. They're yeah. really good. Number five, Mr. Yeah. Rob. Just get the wrong buzzer ready oh, there. Wow. Uh, can you name any other Japanese driver, either past or present, except Yuki Tsunoda and Nobuharu Matsushita? Um, Bruh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I really can't. I really can't. There's so much pressure. I'm going to give you a couple of names and you tell me if you've heard any of them before. Okay. Uh, Kumui Kobayashi? No. You've never heard of Kobayashi? No. Wow, Kobayashi was great. Two okay. In the uh, 2009, I think, he was actually on the podium for uh, the Suzuka race with Sauber. He came third. Great racer. Okay. Then, um, Takuma Sato? No. Wow, okay. Um, Dude, honestly, no, no, I mean... If you were to put a gun to my head right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah, shucks. No, that that's perfectly cool, dude. Uh, it, it is it is a tricky one. It's also like going back for like back back marker drivers, so yeah. it's not a problem. True or false, Rob? There is a Ferris wheel 
at the track. Right, I'm going to say true. Just because true. Yeah. Well done, Rob. Nice. Another one for the poor dude. Absolutely crushed it. Wait, so how many do I have? Like, you have one. Two. A bot three. Or... You got three. I gave you the Suzuki one, which is just oh, the most yeah, yeah, yeah. ridiculous yeah, question. So then we go to number seven. We've got two more left, buddy. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen started the 2005 Grand Prix from what position to finish first? Now, I'm going to... This isn't a, an obscure... An obscu uh, sort of start from third... This is a big one. This was one of the most iconic uh, victories of all time. 20th. Very close. 17th. Nonetheless, to go from 17th to first and overtaking just about everybody yeah. in the process. Sensational. The Iceman. The Iceman was on it that day. I think he regards that as his best win by miles. Really? Yeah. Okay. This one I think you might be able to get, bud. Yeah. Uh, how many DRS segments are there at the Japanese Grand Prix? Three. Wrong. <laughs> oh no! No 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 no! <laughs> I'll just do this again, Rob. Uh, how many how, how many DRS segments are there at the Grand Prix? Um, four. Wrong. Way you change your answer, you still get it wrong. There is one. Oh, it's only on the main straight. It's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy track. They've got this great turn called 130R. Can't wait to take you through it, man. They've got Spoon Corner, which is just the stupidest name for it. Spoon it's a brilliant corner. It's it's a double left-hander. I'm excited to take you on a little track through here. It's, the, it's one of the very few um, figure of eight tracks that we've got. So it overlaps itself at a bridge uh, section. So cool. It's pretty epic. Uh, so your total there, three out of eight. So as far as Japanese general knowledge goes, it's a fair. You know what? I think recently in, in yeah. previous podcasts, I've known too much about the tracks going into it and too much about the drivers to the point where, Mike, you know what? Actually, I, I think I've known a bit more than you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You know, you won't believe this. Just the other day, I was thinking exactly the same thing about how many things you teach me. In fact, yeah. actually, you, you are teaching me more and more these days, mate. No, don't, true. don't do this. No, 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 true. Don't but, try and twist this you know, in some no, no, no. self-deprecating way. No, you are teaching self... me more than you could ever believe. The fa I know what the fans want. The fans want the goofy Rob who's learning with them. And if I know everything before they even know anything, we're not learning together. Therefore, I'm not... I'm not raising them up with me. So, I think that this is a, a, a better a better way for me to go about it. I know I know as much as the, the less than average man, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Thanks for holding my mic there, Rob, as I plug my computer back in. Um, if it seemed like Rob was waffling, he was, but thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but... Bringing us uh, into the weekend, we go back to Japan, which is great, but we go into Japan with some heavy kind of news that's taken the F1 world by storm, and it's not been anything to do with on-track racing necessarily. It's going more into the political sphere again, and I feel like we're getting dragged back into uh, 2021's like nonsense, which is a bit sad. So... Uh, I don't know if it's sad. It's interesting, actually. It Look, it is a little bit interesting, but... <laughs> It's to do with uh, the the accusations of Red Bull and Aston Martin, 
you know, crooking the books and actually ch- oh, going over the budget spend. I saw that Aston Martin car. That thing was hella quick, bro. Last year. <laughs> yeah, no, it was off the chains. That's why Vettel's staying. <laughs> the, the allegations have been pretty strong and uh, the FIA... Look, they, they, they've postponed the 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 final results. Oh, have they? I thought they were supposed yes. to release them today. They were supposed to release them today. But the thing is, it's it's all very messy and a bit more... Um, it, it's not as cut and dry as everyone's saying. Mm. So uh, the allegations are that they were 7 million plus pounds... Sorry, uh, dollars over budget. This is Red Bull in particular. Yeah. It's looking more along... And this is what sources close to the FIA are saying, is that it's more like 1 million pounds over, if anything... W- sorry, dollars, if anything. No, and they they could have cooked the books, eh? Look, everyone's going to cook the books. We, yeah. we know how taxes work. Yeah. It's, it's not you being um, a bad person. Mm. You just don't want to pay what is... The, the full price you know you you want to work it in your favor so everyone's going to try and uh, make it look beneficial and better for them but red bull might not be um they, they might not be in as much trouble um they've been cleared of any claims that they'll have their title revoked uh as all the breaches of the cost cap were deemed to be minor at best but um rob well, no, they weren't. I was looking at some of them. Some of them were quite hectic. This They're is from the FIA uh, this afternoon. Well, well, there was like two things. There was like if you were just above the five uh, million, um, what was it? No, you were you were five above the threshold, over. but you were below the five million cap. It was like, oh, I need to read my notes here. Sure, no, no problem. Um, it, it was relatively minor, but like. There were still some things that were, I would still think were considerable. Um, I mean, above five million though was like basically you can get taken out of the the, the F one for a season potentially, or the driver. I I I, I saw a thing, bro. Okay, well while while Rob does that, uh, that has shot me in the face a little bit. No, legit, like limitations on like aerodynamic testing. Um, That's correct. Yes. Yeah, but like, but suspension as well of the team i th- maybe it was fake but yes bro that's what i've read but which is why uh, the the claims at the moment are the, <laughs> the claims are that they've spent way too much but they've had to hand in their books and it doesn't seem like they've at least according to what the fi has released that they they haven't had that much you know infringement what? so FI they'll probably wet, get bro. some the fi prob- is wet <laughs> they're a bunch of wets bro they'll probably they'll probably uh be They'll probably be penalized a little bit of error testing, which will hurt them going forward a little bit, but not that much if they already developed the car so well. So I think they're working the books and the punishments in their favor in a weird way. Yeah. You, you yeah. know, two steps forward, one step back kind yeah. of thing. You're still making progress. A lot of what the FIA, sorry, the FIA have been saying recently have actually been making me feel a bit, I mean, a lot of people in the past, I mean, last season, uh, I've been feeling a bit untoward to, towards the FIA. I mean, like, even this past race, I just want to bring this up again. What's the point of having wet tires? Oh, God, absolutely. Sorry. What's the point? Go ahead. What's the point of having wet tires? What's the point of any form of penalty towards a, num- you know, a driver that's coming first where you just kind of want to make a... What's the word? Um... You, you want to make an example of someone, yeah. but you, you're not taking away anything because they don't want to hurt or like cause it. 
I find them a bit limp-wristed. I'm, I'm just being a bit honest here. I find them a bit limp-wristed. But again, they are dealing with people's lives here. But again, what they, what they, so I'm talking, I'm not, I'm, I'm talking all about over the wets the now, basically. I'm talking about the wets. I'm yeah. talking about the penalties that were against Sergio Perez um, and how he was warned multiple times and nothing really actually came about it. Like, he just got, what, a five second penalty? Didn't get a penalty. He did. He got a, he got a five second penalty. Oh, did he yeah. get a five second penalty? He, he, he did get a penalty. But and it just didn't affect the race win because he was, he was seven, seven seconds, seconds away. Uh, sorry, he was seven seconds ahead of, of Leclerc. So it's almost like a bit convenient. It's like, bro, you might as well have not even like given him a penalty. What's mm. the point of this? I think that, look, the FIA also on the back of a really, really crappy time with Michael Massey. Yeah. So they've they've got to kind of steady the waters a little bit. I, yeah. I agree on that. However, your point about the, the wets, mm-hmm. especially with a wet race potentially coming up now in Japan. Yeah. Mate, these are the best drivers in the entire world. Yeah. There's nothing... I used to look back when I was when I was younger. In fact, not two, three years ago, I used to look at a race weekend and see, oh, it could be raining. Yes! That means that the Williams could win. That means that anything could happen. Yeah. Now I just see it as, I mean, whoever designed those blue wall tires, I mean, it's a joke. It, yeah. they're, they're not useful. No. That's the biggest waste of time now. We're never going to see them be used if mm. you're just going to start us on intermediates. The like, entire time. I would love to see from full wet to enters to dries or from yeah. full wet to enters. Yeah. That's a great showcase of talent. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be safety costs, but guess what? That's the whole strategy, thing you take. Right? Yeah. Strategies. Yeah. Let, that, let that be in the mix. Let's see somebody who's brave enough to go out on yeah. those. Just they're the best races in the entire world. Let, Let them, them do it. Yeah. You know, that's that's the risk that they've taken here. That's the collective risk that everyone's taken. Mm. And um, we've had safe, wet races in the past on full wets. Yeah. I mean, we've had dangerous ones, but we've had many dry races where that people have had, had great... Uh, Grosjean happened on a dry track. Yeah. Leclerc uh, storming into the barriers. Max Verstappen yeah. at uh, Cops. These yes, are all yeah. in dry. I mean, yeah. I don't think you can tell me that this is much safer than a wet race. It, it's going to be dangerous. Yeah, no, it will. So just race. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so much for us talking about uh, the financial rules there. No, sorry, I, I did no, the no, tracks no, 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 no. entire conversation. I, 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 think, I think you're absolutely um, right, too. But, but you know, it, it all did stem from the FIA about how I was like, I got heated about wets, then Perez. And also, another thing that I really want to clarify is that I don't necessarily agree with the penalties that were given to Perez. I.e., I don't. I wouldn't have even given him really a penalty for for that. It was a it was a difficult situation of being in a wet environment, trying to keep up, slow down with that car, keep the tires warm. It's, yeah, it's a bit hard. He was in like he was. He may as well have been running. Yeah. No. But it was, it was super slow. At the same time, then I I I just want more commitment and more. I don't know. It feels like they need the FIA need to solidify themselves in one way or another. I feel the limp-wristedness is getting too much. Yeah, That's just be I'm decisive. Saying. This is what it be is. Decisive. Just it is what it is. Do it or take it. Take it or leave it, buddy. Yeah. What? What? What is all this conversation all about? Yeah. There's the no conversation. Tag? This is yeah. what it is. Shut up. We made exactly. our decision. And also, stop making decisions after the race. Yeah. Exactly. Stop that. Just yeah. make the decision now. Yeah. I and mean, if it's a rational, it's a rational how, view of the FIA. Yeah, I look at how VAR has made football worse. Yes, I agree. This is VAR. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Just yeah. make the call now. Yeah. So that people are thinking about it now and they're not doing it and waiting for a response afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, yeah. But 
Back to the financials. Back to the financials. Don't worry. It's it's not too much. They It does look like Red Bull and Aston Martin are going to get away with this, and it's not going to be too much of a... It looked like it was going to be much more of a kerfuffle, yeah. but... I think they it won't what won't happen is Hamilton is not going to get the title from no, last year. And but that was what was being uh, purported yeah, and sort thrown of people around. Wanted, but it's also that's such a again, I'm just gonna throw this word out there, wet victory. Like Oh, I'd why? hate to win. Yeah, under imagine you won like that. No. Ooh. I'd rather you keep the title, thank you very much. You won, you cheated. If they did cheat, yeah. then you can hold that over your Let head. Me get thank you, you very back much. Next year, dude. Exactly. You yeah. did when I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let that There's fuel no of fire. Yeah. Yeah. We can't have everyone getting winners' medals here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, more on Red Bull, though. Some cool news is that Honda is getting back into the fray, Rob. So from the Japanese Grand Prix, and this is oh, slightly yes, yeah. surprising, from the Japanese Grand Prix, uh, Red Bull and AlphaTauri welcome back the Honda signage on their car. Oh, that's cool. With the commitment from the Japanese supplier to continue helping their engines and uh, even admitting that they're interested in going to 2026 and beyond with sure, uh, with uh, Formula 1 being at such a high at the moment. Yeah. I love that thought, don't you? Yeah, I think it's awesome. Be great to have, you know, I don't really want uh, Red Bull powertrains. I like a manufacturer. You want Honda. Yeah, yeah. I, I also like having Japanese manufacturers in there. They're such, mm. a, they're such a diehard racing country. Definitely, yeah let them have uh, at least one uh, supply on the grid yeah do it so what no yeah exactly I, I i agree I, I don't agree with it being a red bull manufacturer what is that red bull don't even actually really do much except energy drinks right it's all about branding and and so no yeah let, I mean, let, look, let, look let the them run the show it, while yeah. you make the engines perfect yeah. alpha tauri however are in a little bit of trouble what are they they're Dietrich Mateschitz. Um, I didn't swear that that's his name. Uh, the uh, the uh, co-owner of Red Bull uh, had just passed away recently. Oh, sure. Yes. Now, Recent that piece? puts AlphaTauri in quite a precarious position because the tie ownership probably don't want to keep a second team on the grid. It's quite a financial strain to keep two teams on the grid. So this looks like a really good opportunity for Andretti Motorsport, the American-based team uh, in IndyCar, you know, that Japanese racing series, <laughs> <laughs> to get themselves into the grid finally. So instead of buying Sauber, they, which failed, they tried to get in by yeah. buying Sauber, they might get into the grid and have an American team get Colton Herder in, and it's time to race like the Yanks. Okay. I'm so I'm so excited for that. Would, would you Would you be keen on uh, seeing Andretti and uh, some of the Americans, uh, another American constructor on the grid, Rob? What's going to happen to Nick DeFries? Nothing. Isn't nothing. he signing up for AlphaTauri? Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Well, he'll be in for Andretti if the, if this uh, goes through. Okay, but you, you you're not talking about another driver coming through, and uh, like the you know there's still Yuki, so. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know much about it. It could be Andretti Honda. Okay. Because uh, Yuki seems to be the link between Honda and Formula One. Yeah, yeah. And if he does really, really well, that relationship stays. Okay. I think that that's uh, pretty pretty set in stone. But uh, hopefully we look forward to some more news on that because I would personally love to see more Americans in the grid. Um, you would? Yeah. I really would. I, I'm a big fan of IndyCar. And I okay. think that that entire series deserves way more credit than it's getting. It's a, it's, it's a shame that um, 
drivers along the lines of Colton Hodonke on the grid. Mm. Fernando Alonso would never have made it onto the grid had these uh, super license points been in uh, in, in um, full swing. Had they been uh, enforced in his day, Kimi Raikkonen would have had zero chance of getting into Formula One sure. based on super license points. I think even guys like Felipe Massa wouldn't have had enough points. There was a plethora of them. And uh, so it, it's just nice to see that uh, something could maybe happen on that front. But, uh, mm. you know, back to Red Bull, the English team going to the next Grand Prix with Verstappen poised to win, even after a pretty crap race last week. Um, do, you, do you think Verstappen's going to take it this, uh, this weekend, the final title? Schumacher did it. Uh, I think Prost did it at Japan. It's kind of a... Uh, a last hurrah it's the last stand mm. for anybody who wants to make a, a claim to the title here so uh last year or last year last last time verstappen was at suzuka he retired so he's could, still racing mate what are you talking about no man he retired in the oh. race okay I, I see what you mean sorry um <laughs> <laughs> and who knows it could be a, a bad luck track for him uh, it could be uh i don't know it's all looking like it's going to be a win for Verstappen. I'm trying to be the start them on the wet. Start them on the bloody wet. I'm just being a cynic, and I, I think he will probably crush it. Um, yeah. But I want uh, I want some drama. Win by three laps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the time he's by the time everyone else is finished, he's already started in America. Like <laughs> the last time he was on this track, Alban was his teammate. That's correct. That's yeah. crazy, eh? And now. How the turns have tabled, man. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a bit sad for Albon. But sure. a team that does look like uh, it's going to do quite well in this track is actually McLaren. And um, I said this in the... So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I said this in the run-up uh, with uh, Jared. Jared supposes uh, McLaren's going to be doing quite well. Um, it looks like this is going to be a great track for McLaren, and they brought up quite a few upgrades uh, that have been very fruitful. In fact, they were incredibly fruitful in Singapore. Fruitful as papaya. Fruitful as papaya. And uh, I don't know if you've uh, seen anything along the lines of these upgrades. I have not, actually. They've been very, very, very impressive. Uh, yeah. So James Key, their, uh, their head of all sorts of development, basically built a car, or, or they, they've gone in a slightly different uh, direction. So each team has their own... Uh, interpretation of the rule set and what sort of philosophy they're going to be going ah, with so the bending things eh? <laughs> no they've got their own sort of philosophy of how do we make the rules work for us uh, and under the best circumstances given our engine mm -hmm. and what we can afford and where we can put our strengths yeah the mclaren's been a very very clumsy car in just about every single respect and the upgrades that they brought they didn't want it to be too much of a deviation from their original f philosophy because then you have a a complete start over which is never great mm -hmm. so they've kept the original interpretation but they've just taken a bit of a leaf out of uh, red bull's book and it's worked gorgeously so it's basically uh worked the uh the side pods of the car uh -huh. and uh the they've done a lot of work on the uh, the uh the the under tray of the car as well to make it a lot more sticky and less haphazard in slow to medium corners, which is great for a track like Japan. Japan's all basically medium speed corners apart from uh, 130R and the 1DRS section. Yeah. So this looks really, really cool for them. Um, the, the upgrades also really worked well in Singapore. I mean, getting fourth and fifth. 
for for McLaren is huge. We discussed it uh, mm. on the review. You know, I think in normal circumstances, in a dry track, I don't think they would have gotten that, unfortunately. But they did get it, so I can't take away from them. Um, look, let's see. I, I, I don't want to count anyone's chickens. I haven't seen the upgrades. I haven't... Uh, let, let's, let's see what happens here. I don't know. It's a, it's a bit of a, diff- a difficult one to determine, especially with the way that McLaren have been performing this season. And I do want to see them do well, but I am a bit reserved with this. Mm. I, I, I think there's a reason to be optimistic. It would be great. Okay. I mean, obviously, I think being reserved is good because you don't, you don't expect too much. Yeah. I'm very optimistic. I have a lot of belief in McLaren. Uh, McCoy and Motorsport.com, uh, they said that the revisions built on the fundamental changes made to the layout of its side pod and engine cover bodywork, plus the alterations made to the floor and diffuser earlier in the season. So it's a gradual but quite extreme deviation, but they're basing it all on Red Bull, which is a good winning formula. And I think that it's quite cool to see because I was looking at uh, all the bodywork coming off, and it's it's impressive to see like you you can you can copy a car like um, Aston Martin pretty much copied Red Bull, mm. but it didn't work, and it just goes to show that if you copy something on the outside, that doesn't mean anything because if you take that bodywork off, I mean if I that might uh, change how how much air is going into the car all of my components are laid out differently maybe the sizes of them i can't squish the mm-hmm. um the engine into this small space over here how does it work is the coke bottle got enough space for it to house all of these electric components so copying, not one not one component is designed without no. any thought from any other thing no and so Be the, it from this, the wing to the light or to anything really yeah and this whole copying mentality I used to, I mean, obviously sometimes I'm like, yeah, they just copied them, man. But there's just, there's just no such thing. And I think mm. they, unless you really copied everything inside. Yeah. And with these being ground effect cars, mm. every, all the magic's underneath the car. And uh, it, it's, it's impressive. If you, if you want to look at something very, very uh, detailed on the uh, McLaren upgrade, uh, look at the race. They had a fantastic uh, video. They explained almost everything, but you know some of the technical jargon. I just I'm not going to remember that. I mean, mm. I, I do backhands and forehands all day. <laughs> I just <laughs> I'm not going to talk about screwdrivers and side pods. Yeah. I'll get there at some stage. Uh, but Rob, is this a good time in the season for McLaren to make this kind of decision, uh, shifting to an entirely different concept? Do you think uh, yeah. it's worthwhile? They've got nothing to lose, and what they can go off now is what's going to go into next season's car. If it works out, right? So yeah, yeah. This, 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 there's never a wrong time for this kind of... Well, unless you're like at the peak of the championship, you're competing for one and two, and now you're like, hey, let's uh, set up fifth wheel or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hold it at three yeah. wheels. <laughs> it's like, but yeah. like the, the, they have nothing to lose. They, they haven't been doing well. But now, what, well, what's, the, what's the, the point difference now between them and Alpine? Very little. I think they recovered 24 points last week or something. Crazy. Yeah, it was a lot. Like a two-point difference or something ridiculous. Yeah. With the double DNF from Alpine, it was a huge yeah, loss. They've taken like, the lead. Yeah. So, yes and no. I mean, if with regards to competing with them, but I think in terms of the entire championship and next year, they've got nothing to do. Yeah, so they why should not? do it. A few million pounds here and there from the sponsorship money or the prize money will kind of help them yeah yes um but i mean it's the risk you, you got to take right yeah i would say and with the 
McLaren's big score in the last race. Do you think that uh, they're firmly back in the fold for uh, fourth, given that um, I think Alpine might even have some uh, some grid penalties if they've if they've um, destroyed or burst their engines, blown up their engines in the last two races. This is true. Or the last race, sorry, with the with the two cars. Yeah, because they're having reliability issues now that they have to sort out. Yeah, it, it could be looking very good for um, McLaren going forward. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? Again, I'm very skeptical. I'm skeptical of both of those teams. You're a skeptical man, Rob. Yeah, you got to be. I appreciate that about you. Everything has been a bit weird today. I think, <laughs> speaking of skepticism and uh, sneaky things, I think it's time to play a game of... Or, or, or get into a, a few of our sneaky suspicions for the week ahead. Sneaky, 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 sneaky. Hey guys, um, I hope you like this song. I love this. Uh, every time I hear it, it's my ringtone, actually. It's your ringtone? Yeah, for every single time I get a message, it's a sneaky, sneaky. Oh, no. <laughs> um, our sneaky suspicions for the weekend ahead. It's it's going to be a fun one. Um, Rob, would you like to... I think we, I think three sneaky suspicions each yeah. should be fair. So I haven't prepared any sneaky suspicions, but I can pretty much think a few off the top of my head. With a, with a race like Japan, it always throws up some weird results. What is the sneaky suspicion that you have for this weekend coming up? So, the thing that we didn't mention in the previous conversation is that uh, McLaren, sorry, Mercedes are doing. Uh, I think in a bit, they're in a better position. I think than than they have been. Um, and you said that this is a medium, f- medium yeah, to fast corner. Yeah, lots of slow, medium speed corners. Okay, so isn't that kind of like a McLaren? Uh, Mercedes, Mercedes, yeah. Mercedes Alley. So um, I'm going to say that they're going to do really well this this Grand Prix. I think so. Give me a specific on uh, where they're going to finish. I think um, <clears throat> Hamilton first, Russell second. What? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I'm going for it. Get Hamilton out of first, here. Russell second, and uh, let's get a, a Max Verstappen for third. That's my sneaky suspicion. Sheesh, that's the sneakiest suspicion I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Um, I think my first sneaky suspicion over here is that both McLarens are going to qualify in the top five. Okay. That's very bold for Daniel Ricciardo, mm-hmm. but I think that these are going to really pay off. And I'd love that. So both McLarens in the top five. I'll give another one for the track for the, for the uh, thing ahead. I... I have a sneaky suspicion that there are going to be two red flags, one in quali- either in qualifying and the race or just in the race. So one on qualifying, one in the race, or but I'm going for two what red do you, flags. Do you this say weekend. this because it's going to be raining? I, no, I just think it's going gonna, it's, it's to throw someone off and somebody's going to have a big shunt. Sure, okay. So I'm going for two red flags this, uh, this week. And what we will do is we'll actually, re- in the review, we'll say, hey, you remember those sneaky suspicions? Did any of them come true? Yeah, we should actually do that. Oh, we should always do that, right? Yeah, we never do. Just make a note on that. Cool. Okay. Uh, um, what's another sneaky suspicion you might have? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, black and orange flag for Magnuson. 
<laughs> what is that guy's front wing held together with man it's just like gaffer tape that they put in uh, in the pits they just kind of like glue it all together jeez it's rubbish do you know how much those wings are worth it's like 350,000 it's like 75,000 pounds per wing per wing per wing dude jeez. every time you mess it up it's just a million rand so I think could, it's even more than that actually could buy a house here in South Africa for that. Yeah. You can... It's, it's ridiculous. So you think that there's going to be another black, black in your life? <laughs> black, black and orange. Yeah. Poor bloke. Um, no, no, but, but in all, uh, all reality, I would say another interesting suspicion. Well, not sneaky very... Suspicion. Sneaky suspicion is probably a very... Thank you. Thank you. Should make a song. <laughs> Um, I think um, Yuki Sonoda is going to uh, crash out again. You think Yuki's going to crash at home? Yes. Oh, man. My my sneaky suspicion was also going to be for Yuki. Mm. Yuki Sonoda on the podium. Mm. I'm, I'm going for it, dude. I'm going all mm. in this week. Yuki Sonoda. What is it? Just because it's like he's at home that like the yep. power of, of everything is coming towards him. Yeah, I do think no. so. Yes. Uh, yeah. And by the way, have you ever seen Japanese Formula One fans? Yeah. No. Dude, they have I've the seen cra- Japanese people. I saw, I saw two people the other day where they were they had their, their COVID masks on and they had like these beaks. But these beaks were Formula One front wings. They just wear the craziest crap, dude. The beaks? Japanese made it's Japan's the craziest place when it comes to uh, Formula One memes. They just wear the craziest outfits. It's so Japan. Uh, we we got to go to the Japanese Grand Prix one day. I just want to go there to ski. But yes, that would be also very cool. You don't want to go to the Alps? You want to go to Japan to ski? Yeah, it's epic. Is it's it one crazy? of the best skiing in the world. All right. No, legit. Let's go, dude. It's very expensive. It's like insanely expensive. All right. Well, if we've got any uh, baby mama sugar daddies <laughs> who want to have Rob and I to themselves for the weekend, uh, we will do that for one trip to Japan. Deal? Yeah, definitely. And we should go to those little, like, have you seen those tiny bars? Those tiny little, like, two-man yes, bars? Those are cool. they're so cool, dude. Yeah. And go get one of those crazy omelets. I know you've seen the yes, ones where they yeah, get yeah, cut yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my word. Oh, that reminds me, Rob. Uh, we're going to be having the delicacies on Sunday. So if anybody knows anything that we should try, we're, we've just got Kokoro down the road. So I've already gotten a few things that I think should be pretty rad. But... Send us any suggestions that you think uh, would make your day to see us uh, react to. And, uh, well, I think that, that about wraps it up for today, don't you think, Rob? Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Well, we got a great race ahead of us in Japan, guys. We're looking so forward to it. It's at 7 o'clock in South Africa. Rob's actually sleeping over at our house. In the morning, eh? In the morning, it's mate. 7 o'clock in the morning. We're making crepes for you. We're going to bed early, dude. We're going to bed at 9 o'clock. Mm, that's cool. We'll snuggle, buddy. But we'll make crepes with strawberries and Nutella. Jeez. Sorry, orangutans, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> can we make? Uh, can we have some champagne, eh? We'll have champagne, buddy. 
That's a very good idea. Mimosas. Mm, mimosas. Mimosas yeah. it is. I don't, uh, want, I don't know if we can do sake in the morning. Maybe we can. We'll, I, we'll, we'll invite you guys to come and have a live breakfast with us on Instagram and just see what we're putting together for a spread to celebrate. But we hope to get in touch with you guys soon. Uh, please leave your uh, comments and please rate the show if you do enjoy it. More than last week's episode, it would seem. Uh, we are loving making these episodes here. And uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at the Slipstream F1 Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. And uh, to follow us personally, Rob, where can people find you, my friend? You can friend? find me on Rob Andrew Hurst on Instagram. But don't do it because he's not on Instagram these <laughs> days anyway. But if you follow him, he'll... Don't follow me. I'll, you know, I'll get back into it one day. <laughs> If you want to follow me, you can follow me at the Real Sweaty Mike. We're going to be racing tomorrow night. Well, maybe, depending on power cuts, if it's a bit of an issue at the moment. So if it works out, we will be racing again. Uh, last week, we had quite a few guys doing well. Uh, uh, I think it was Shuby and Val and Brad. It was, it was a hell of a time. Shuby, really, really, really fast, dude. Oh, really? And a guy called Zubair, unreal, murdered us. Okay. So if you, want, if you want to get your butt kicked come race against them but it's if you want to usually have race, hey, I think I've got load shedding at 8 o'clock every night for the next like two weeks yeah I think South Africa's given up on uh, power it's very hard for content creators um, like ourselves which we which we are now but yeah. Uh, yeah thanks everybody for all your support we're racing towards episode 20 which was our original goal as soon as we get there we're going to have ourselves a little party which Rob didn't yeah. know but I've planned a little party for us Sick. so looking forward to that uh, happening in eventuality uh, until then, guys, uh, it's been fun having you. And Rob, will you say your most Japanese goodbye to the people, please? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, you know what? People just go, go with God. <laughs>